Welcome to the Joy Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Ladd, and I'm here to help you release the stress, worry, and overwhelm that's weighing you down at work and in your personal life. Each week, I'll be sharing new episodes with practical guidance, fresh perspectives, and easy to follow strategies. It's time for you to clear your mind, have more fun, and reconnect to the joy that's been inside of you all along. Let's dive in with today's episode. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're talking about how to navigate and shift feelings of jealousy. I am going to share some sneaky ways that jealousy might show up in your life, a really simple and empowering way to understand what's actually happening when you feel jealous, and then also a process you can use to release those feelings and even use them to your benefit. So first, let's talk about how jealousy can show up. It's not always super straightforward. Here are some examples. So sometimes jealousy can show up and look like resentment, like resenting a coworker or a partner who seems to get all of the credit without working as hard as you, or even resenting strangers who are thriving in some way. Sometimes jealousy shows up like gossip and wanting to put other people down. That might sound like, how is she affording all of those nice clothes? I bet she maxes out all of her credit cards. Sometimes it comes out like bitterness, and that often shows up with the phrase, wow, must be nice. And sometimes jealousy sounds like pessimism, which could be like, hey, enjoy being happy while you can because everything changes once you have a baby. However jealousy shows up, universally, it's never coming from our best self. And we know based on how it feels, like how you feel saying or thinking these things, it's just an icky feeling. And usually when clients and I explore the physical sensations of their jealousy, it's also unpleasant. You know, there's a feeling of being kind of flushed in the face or warm or hot. Sometimes people even start sweating. Their breathing can be tight and shallow. There's an increase in their heart rate. Like it's not a fun feeling, but basically something captures our attention. And then our perception of that, the filter that we're, you know, looking through causes us to just feel these unpleasant sensations. So let's talk about that perception, because what's actually happening when you feel jealous is two things simultaneously. On the one hand, you are seeing someone experience something that you want to be or do or have. It's highlighting a desire of yours. And then simultaneously, you are believing that this thing is not available to you. So you have, I want this coming face to face with, and I can't have it. It's the combination of those two simultaneous thoughts that creates this feeling of jealousy, that creates this unpleasant sensation. Because when we want something and we actually believe we are capable of achieving it, of creating it, of experiencing it ourselves, there's just pure desire for it. There is no jealousy. It's just that second part, the part of us that thinks this thing isn't available to us, that's what creates the friction. So really, that's all that's happening anytime you feel jealous. And this is just good to know, right? You can even get in the habit of identifying this in the moment like, oh, I'm feeling jealous. Here's why, right? It kind of helps you organize it in your own mind. And you can notice those familiar feelings of jealousy, maybe even tuning into the physical sensations that you personally tend to experience. And then you can be like, hmm, well, clearly there's something here that I'm drawn to. And also, I must be believing that it's not possible for me to. 
that is actually the first step to shifting out of your jealous state, seeing what's happening in the moment. Because if you're not aware of something, there's no way that you can shift it. So step one, key step here is that you identify that you are indeed feeling jealous in the first place. You've got to admit that to yourself because again, it is impossible to shift something when you don't even acknowledge that it's happening. So if you can admit this to yourself and identify that you're feeling jealous, you're already on the right track. You've already started down the right path. The next step is then getting curious about the specifics of your situation. So both what you're jealous of and then why you don't currently think it's available to you. I would explore both of those separately. So you can even journal this out like question one, what do they have that I want? And question number two, why don't I think I can have it as well? What you come up with just journaling that out alone will be enlightening. I'll give you an example of how this can play out. So a common situation with the women that I work with is that it can actually be triggering to see other people in their lives relax so easily, especially when they carry a large mental load, if they have both careers and families, and if they often feel pretty maxed out and stressed themselves. Like if you haven't been able to truly relax in a long time, it is triggering to see someone kicking back so easily. You might wonder how they do it. You might feel some of that must be nice energy slip in. And a lot of my clients come to me wanting to feel more relaxed, to feel less overwhelmed, to be more present with their partner or their friends or their kids. They want that peace of mind. They want to have more fun. But when that feels far away and then they see someone else living their best life, it's kind of annoying, right? You might even feel resentful. Cue those feelings of jealousy. So again, that's just an example You want to get specific with yours, but this is really common. Everyone feels jealous. Everyone has felt this before. This is a universal experience. So I encourage you right now to think about the last time you felt jealous of someone and explore those two areas of both what it is you want and then why not you. And then from there, how I like to approach this is by questioning the second piece, questioning the reasons why something isn't available to you. These reasons, if you poke at them, you will see that they are not as strong as they first appear. They tend to wobble and even dissipate if you take a closer look. So going back to the example I just used, let's say that your reasons sound like, well, I haven't felt really relaxed and free like that version of myself since college. You know, I've always been a really high achiever my whole life. I don't even know what slowing down would look like. I mean, that sounds nice, but it also kind of terrifies me or man, I would love to have some more time off or more time for myself, but I just have so much on my plate. I feel like it's all on me and I want to have more fun, but I don't even remember what that feels like, right? So this is again, just an example, but I do tend to work with people who are used to pushing themselves really hard and there are nerves and fears that come up around easing up on that pressure. Like what if I don't reach my goals? All of this is based in limited self-perceptions that can feel so real in the moment. So notice the amount of fear and worry present just in what I've said, right? That's where these reasons are rooted, which means that at the end of the day, even though they feel compelling, they're actually just smoke and mirrors. A great question to ask yourself for each belief getting in your way is, what if this wasn't true? And then what could be true instead? Now, there can also be reasons that come up for you in terms of why you can't have or do something that are based in comparison. 
and that tend to center more around the other person. So less like, I don't know how to relax and more like XYZ person is so much blank than me. So much prettier, so much skinnier, so much richer, so much more confident. When you put someone else on a pedestal and you're like, well, they have this and I don't. Like separating yourself into the haves and the have nots and you're a have not. That can feel so real too, but it doesn't mean that what you want isn't available to you. So first off, let me share something here that has been absolutely liberating in my own life. Once I wrapped my head around the idea that there will always be someone prettier, someone richer, someone more successful, et cetera, et cetera, than me, I felt so much more at peace. And I know that can sound kind of counterintuitive, but it's really true. It freed me from some arbitrary race to be the best. Like I don't have to be the best. I just get to be me and I want to be the best version of myself, but it's just me versus the former version of me, right? So that's where I choose to focus. This is really helpful for breaking out of comparison, for staying in your own lane. And the truth is that we all bring our own unique energy, our own unique beauty, and our own unique gifts to the table. All of that is subjective anyways. Like who's to say? We just get to decide that we want to be the best versions of ourselves and focus there. And here's what else I know. We aren't shown glimpses of visions and we don't have dreams planted in us unless we also have the capacity to bring them to life. The way I see it is if a dream or a vision is in us, it is 100% for us. So not only is it possible, but we are actually meant to experience it. If we can get out of our own way enough, it is ours for the taking. This is a much more empowering mindset that can be so helpful for breaking out of a scarcity mentality. If you believe, you know, there's only so much goodness to go around. It's like, no, if it's in you, it is for you. So again, what I want you to do in this step is just question everything that is telling you the opposite. Any belief that is making you feel badly about yourself and I want you to explore the alternatives. You can use some of the ideas I've shared here, but also challenge your brain to come up with your own answers to these questions. How is this not true? What else could be true? Because your own answers will always be the most powerful and resonant with you. So inquire within, poke those holes in the misbeliefs, and really dig into what's there. See beyond the smoke and mirrors. That's all they are at the end of the day. Maybe you've heard of fear being described as false evidence appearing real. That's what this is. And even though your fears may feel real, it doesn't mean that they are. And hey, what if the fact that you're feeling jealous in the first place is simply an indicator of that? It's simply showing you that you have a desire and you have fear getting in the way. Almost like, hey, we got some fear to clear. It's just your sign pointing you in the direction of something for you to move out of your way so that you can connect into and receive what you are meant to have. And then once you clear some of your fear, it will be so much easier to explore your vision. It will be so much easier to actually use the situation that initially made you feel jealous to clarify it even more. Basically, you'll be able to see things through a fresh lens and you'll be like, wow, here's a living, breathing example of something that I desire right in front of me. Let me use these details to inform my vision, to add to it and give it some juice and make it even easier for me to picture this happening in my life too. Like, what would my version of this look like? Let me try on this reality. And another fun thing to consider 
is that when you want something and it starts showing up in your reality, you can think of that as evidence that you're getting closer to having it yourself. You are getting warmer. It is in your sphere. It is circling you. If you can witness something, celebrate it, and acknowledge it without that undercurrent of jealousy, you will speed up its existence in your reality too. So the next time you see someone who has the business or the career milestone you want, the dream house you want, or the clothes or the vacation or the book deal or the friend group, whatever it is, if you start noticing it popping up in your reality, what if you considered that an opportunity to practice shifting those jealous feelings and you played with this idea of, I am getting closer to this being my experience too. It is circling me. It is coming in for me. If I have any jealousy here, let me get on clearing it out because what I want is meant for me. And let me tell you, the more you lean into that, the better you will feel and the more likely you will be to actually put yourself in situations where you do create those opportunities for yourself. So really, there is nothing to lose. Nothing to lose by being clear on what you want, by releasing the beliefs about yourself that you can't have it, and by seeing other people's success as evidence that it exists and it is on its way to you too. And that is how you turn jealousy around and make it your friend in any situation. You spot it, you shift it, and you transform it into something helpful. This can take some practice, of course, but at the very least, here's what I want you to do the next time you notice feelings of jealousy coming up for you. Remember this episode and how we define what's actually happening and just affirm that to and for yourself. I want something and in this moment, I'm not believing I can have it. Simple as that. Start there. Be kind to yourself about it. Offer up that understanding. Offer up that perspective. And that alone will make a huge difference in your experience. Okay, that's all for today. I will be back next week with more guidance just like this to help you find more magic in this messy human ride we're all on together and live your most joyful day-to-day life yet. Thanks for listening to the Joy Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you could leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to hit follow so you're notified when new episodes drop. And if you have friends who would love this podcast, please share it with them as well. Last but not least, if you have a question you'd like to ask, or if you'd like to come on the show for live coaching with me, simply head to megan-lad.com slash podcast to submit your request. All right, that's all for today. I'll see you next week.